but I don't need to be like specifically talking about my political views about different things, even though I have them because I want, I want the sound to be accessible to more people for them to not hear like a single buzzword, like the name of a certain president and then kind of like, Oh man, no, I'm not with that. Um, so hopefully we can all start like expressing things that unite instead of divide would be the goal. So that's a big part of the intention here. Well, I got a, I have this, uh, this super phony backdrop back here of paradise. It's like an Island. Uh, the name of your track is, uh, the first track on this album is Fruits from the Tropics. Uh, why did you decide on uh, Fruits from the Tropics? Any, uh, any kind of meaning behind the name? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Fruits from the Tropics, thanks for asking, is all about, um, it's like, I, I think a lot of people nowadays are, are starved for good conversation and like so many things end up being um, hackneyed tropes. And one of the biggest blessings in my life is that I live in community with a whole bunch of magical people. And it's like, in a lot of ways, we're doing the farming thing together. We're figuring out how intentional community works. And I live with some brilliant freaking people. I always say like, I'm pretty clever, but I'm one of the dumbest people in my friend group. Everyone around me is so freaking brilliant and talented and smart. And we just on the regular get into these like next level conversations and are talking about all kinds of crazy topics from outfield. And I was just like, man, I want to share this with people. And these, these conversations that's, I'm, I call them jokingly fruits from the tropics because they're like rare exotic fruits of, of perspective and thought that you wouldn't just find anywhere, might not be your thing. And the hook for it is like, these fruits from the tropics are dropping so often, wait till they soften, taste for they rotten, remember forgotten, the power of pyramids bottom. So like some of this stuff is so topical mm -hmm. and fresh that it might even be too soon for some people listening to it and it's like that's cool that that ain't softened yet just put that on the counter put it in a bag come back to it in a month or two see if you uh you know see if it's ready but also because some of it's topical if you wait five years you know who's gonna care you know it's whether well, we've moved on to different things so uh so that's why the goal is to just like let's just make content like produce to publish try to talk about things that are relevant for like this year next year and then by the time five years is here hopefully i'll have two new projects out Cool. Well, uh, we're going to jump right into this. This is the very first track off of this beautiful EP by Numinous the Bard, Michael Numinous. You're listening to Shady Pines Radio, and this is Fruit from the Tropics. Go down, Moses, Following folk ways and some prophecies Singing a heathenly homily Acquainted uncommonly No wannabes, quality progeny Spirit untainted, undaunted We ancient, resilient as fuck Been testing our luck, but I'll bet you a buck Life will figure it out, figure it out. No room for the doubt when you're following doubt Used to be single cell, look at us now Looking around and look what we found On this burial mound Some healing that needs to go down Recircling around what we need, friends in the garden, we tending and watering, mending our offering, strengthening, softening. 
daylight exhausted, we wax philosophic in topics. This wizard rap fruit from the tropics. Given our options, the question a story adopted. Cyclopic, myopic, and nearsighted. You've been invited to a conversation for the duration of our coronation. These fruits from the tropics be dropping so often. Wait till they soften and taste for they rot and remember forgotten. The power of pyramids bottom, the foundations pounded inside our powder keg chest. Only so long we compress before sneezing, God bless. And God has please guide us out of this mess. What are the steps? Where are the people which lineage kept? Past understanding from one to the next. Maybe I've slept under this tree for too long. Just wanted to be here for dawn. So I qigong and yawn. Some fish oil strong. Fry up some eggs and leftover mignon from my farm. A lone pond traveling on to the end of the board. Balancing fire and water with swords. Handling business. My isness assured. Something occurs. Curve through the blur. Truth is ineffable. Mostly inferred. Though seldom conferred through the power of words. I'll try anyway cause it's calming my nerve. Striving for music that this world deserves Worthy for cause that I serve My subtle rebuttal Away from the scuttle Cacophonous phosphorus Huddle for warmth Calibrate north to avert a disastrous course With this course that a force Straight from its source These roots from the tropics Dropping so often Wait till they soften Taste for they rot and remember forgotten The power of pyramids bottom First they be mocked they be mocked Let's keep on walking. Let's keep on walking. Let's keep on walking. Uh, let's keep on building and writing oh, yeah, and man. making dope art. That was sick. That's, you know, it's like, it's hard to talk about these songs because you cover so much ground in them. I do. I'm, I'm a nerd. I'm a word nerd. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, I, I really like my synapses just fire off when I hear something like that. And I'm just like, yo, like there's so many dope concepts. I can listen to that two minutes, like a hundred times. And, and it's like a blueprint for me. And I, I, I something you don't know. I, I wrote an, a rap EP back in the day, also stealing beats off the internet. And for me, it was like, repeating these mantras like that that would just kind of channel through mm -hmm. um does it happen for you th the writing process does it happen sort of automatically like just randomly you might be somewhere you wouldn't expect or is it something you kind of have to set a space to write and then just allow it to come through it's uh, it's it's a lot of the first one and a little bit of the second one. Like I, I'm I am a blessed person in the fact that like words have just tumbled out of me and it's like I'll be driving, I'll hit a line, and all of a sudden, like a lot of I would say almost all these poems, I wrote 85% of them in like an hour. So like the the first draft comes out really quick and easy, um, but then when you get to that point, which I did, where you want to push things to the next level, where you really want to polish off all the rough edges, you want to add those like double, triple entendres, those like more complicated rhyme patterns and like really pack in, I'll, uh, you know, I'll sit and polish that last 15, 10% of a track, you know, I might spend days, weeks and, uh, you know, my, I have that hyper focus. So like, it's hard for me to mail a letter, but I can stare at a poem for like 14 hours straight and just like dial every word and I'll go through it and through it in my head and you know yeah it's, it's pretty dense there's not really a word or a syllable even out of place um which I would say is like both a strength and maybe even a, a weakness or a criticism of my art it's like I think master storytellers they figure out how to say more with less 
And I'm at this point where I'm just like, I just want to express. And I've got to like get this first flush of all these thoughts out of my head. Um, and some people like yourself, you know, who are like, we are, some people listen to music and they don't even hear the words and they just hear the, the beat. And someone could have said something brilliant or not. And they're like, dude, that's dope. And other people more like myself and maybe you, it sounds like we are the wordsmiths. Like we want to hear that lyrical content. The music's important too, but it's like, you know, if you're not speaking the truth, then what are you really saying? Do you believe, what's your philosophy on hip hop? Do you think that people in the club that are like just jamming and freaking on each other that aren't paying attention to the lyrics are still absorbing the meaning of the of the tracks or do you think that since they're not actively paying attention with their consciousness it doesn't really matter if they're talking about harvesting a golden dawn for humanity or just or killing people and stealing their shit oh i think it matters for sure i mean like anything the higher amount of awareness you bring to something the more it will impact you at least consciously um, but no, I think, you know, our subconscious, whether we're paying attention or not, most of what's going on is in the subconscious realm. So if we're filling our static noise with, uh, you know, with meaningful content, positive lyrics, I think, you know, not to avoid the negative side of things, cause that's important too. But, uh, no, I think it matters. I think it matters what we listen to. I think everything matters more than our, more than we want to think that it does. Cause it just puts so much responsibility on us to really like, <laughs> own our every waking thought you know which is exhausting <laughs> true that true that i mean i, I kind of think of it as a relay race it's like we've each got the baton which has got that lit kind of fire of sacred flame of our attention and mm -hmm. we can't be awake running with it 24 7 so when i'm asleep someone else is picking it up and so we kind of just trade off responsibilities on holding that from time For to sure, time yeah i wanted to ask you about that line about the pyramid can you uh in the hook you were talking yeah. about the the power resides in the bottom of the pyramid man when we finally stop giving all these clowns um in one of my tracks is not on this epa i say that like they're externalized tyrants daring us to overthrow like when we when we finally stop giving all of our focus and attention to the things we don't like and start feeding the things that we are excited about um I think that's when we're going to see real change and like we we just all need to remember and it's going to and there's there's been a lot of people who've been remembering for a long time but we just we're reaching that critical mass i really believe and uh and we're going to realize that like all the shenanigans are all you know dependent upon us willfully going along with it or ignorantly going along with it but when people unite then we change the direction you know we're on a on a cellular level i believe that we are you know we're more mostly bacterial beings and we communicate the same way that bacterial cultures do in a language older than words it's like biochemical intuitive like dreaming together collective consciousness and uh and it really does you know it, it comes back to us individually each having our awakening going through that process bringing it to the table and unifying and i think hopefully everyone listening um, have have had experiences of solidarity, like maybe at an amazing festival where you're like, whoa, we're in a different reality right now. And like all these people focusing on positive things, it's like, it's getting really magical. I know I've well, had those experiences. You, and that's an interesting segue because this next track is called Bought and Sold. And mm -hmm. so I'm a little afraid to jump into that because it makes me think about 
capitalism and like and slavery and and mental slavery and stuff like that what's this next track what what can we come to expect there's some of that there's some of that this is probably the most political track on the album um and i basically like i have to acknowledge all this stuff is going on and it's getting an enormous amount so i made one track space to talk about um to talk about some of the current political things that are going on but it's really more from you know, I, I think we're questioning so much and, and many, a lot of people have been woke for a long time and this conversation is very old, but I think it's coming to a, a whole new and a wider group of people now. And we're starting to question a lot of the um, preconceived ideas that we were raised, you know, a lot, we've all been indoctrinated in school, growing up, saying the Pledge of Allegiance, learning American history through a textbook. And I think a lot of that story is starting to crumble all of a sudden, and we're starting to question wait like how do we get here and is the united states really like the greatest country in the world and maybe there's like some huge skeletons in our closet that we need to acknowledge so you know i think this is me like i said brushing down on the surface without dwelling or drowning and all that but just like here's my take on what i'm you know my reflections as i learned to like decondition deprogram from from matrix mainstream reality you ready to listen to this let's listen this is bought and sold off the EP Evolution by Numinous the Bard. You're listening to Shady Pines Radio. Enjoy. Community stole, common land bought and sold, burrowed up in our halls, buried under they loans. We're toiling, but fuck keeping with the Jones. I'm boiling, soup down from bones, and tending hearth and home at a time when all alone is all we got to own. Community is radical. An act of revolution, alchemical solution to our species evolution. Swatting rotten fruit, but forgot about our roots and using each and every person's contribution. Combating the delusion, the village dissolution. Cities pillaged, looting, pollution. Wall Street trading, paving paradise to bullion. Fraud filled vaude villains, flipping millions into billions. Bankers, loaning oil tankers to capitalist wankers. Always wanting dankers, supplying the demand with the obsolescence plan no thank you try to make a stand on foundation quicksand we complicit in the dance wet grass pressing pants when i sit and listen truth glistens quickens my advance into adventure quixotic though my quest to liberate a heart and from the colonizer henchmen and the whiteness they invented jaw clenching Spelling Latin lineage of grammarese declension Conjure new dimensions Numinous bar hit the mention Siphoning attention Bass hit steady lapping bullshit Disney fed me as a kid Obvious this is some shit If not you oblivious Naive or complicit and insidious My bright light conspicuous Laugh and feel ridiculous Loosely dropped deciduous in autumn Pyramids built up from the bottom Hip hop turning tables till we got them We're going to run that back one more time. Community stole, common land bought and sold, burrowed up in our halls, buried under they loans. We're toiling, but fuck keeping with the Jones. I'm boiling, soup down from bones, and tending hearth and home at a time when all alone is all we got to own. Community is radical. An act of revolution, alchemical solution to our species evolution. Swatting rotten fruit, but forgot about our roots and using each and every.
every person's contribution Combating the delusion, the village dissolution Cities pillaged, loot and pollution Wall Street trading, paving paradise to bullion Fraud-filled vaudevillains Flipping millions into billions Bankers, loaning oil tankers To capitalist wankers Always wanting dankers Supplying the demand with the obsolescence plan No banking, try to make a stand On foundation quicksand We complicit in the dance Wet grass pressing pants When I sit and listen, truth glistens Quickens my advance into adventure Quixotic though my quest to liberate a heart and dash From the colonizing henchmen and the whiteness that you vented Jaw clenching Spelling Latin lineage, grammaries declension, conjure new dimensions, numinous bard hit the mention, siphoning attention, bass hit, instead of lapping bullshit, Disney fed me as a kid, obvious this is some shit, if not you oblivious, naive or complicit in insidious, my bright light conspicuous, laugh and feel ridiculous, loosely drop deciduous in autumn, pyramids built up from the bottom, hip hop turning tables till we got them. hip-hop turning tables till we got them yeah man i mean hip-hop has grown so much i just i have so much love and so much respect for hip-hop culture and just like how you can take like nothing except of course the most precious and valuable things of all and like build the most popular music industry the most in my personal opinion the most powerful music genre like coming out of the cypher coming out of just like people with their voices with their dancing with their art and that was just like raw pure creation and obviously hip-hop like ch has changed a lot but still like some of the most riveting political discourse some of the most cutting edge like ideas thoughts expressiveness is like coming through that vein and i really do believe that like we are turning the tables through hip-hop culture it's like changing the, the course of the dialogue things are being talked about that had no avenue to be expressed before and ultimately that's a power like that is the power that liberates humanity from oppression be that like whatever your oppression looks like you know whether that's like being raised in a low-income neighborhood or whether that's like being raised in a world that teaches you that your voice isn't powerful like all of us are trying to overcome something in our lives you know it's um it has something to do with this ineffable ineffable force of allowing conscious like lifting the reins off of consciousness because if i was just to like cross you on the street i'd be like what's up man and you'd be like hey how you how are you doing and i'd be like fine how are you like mm -hmm. what did you do today and then we talk about the weather we you know like like there's this formality but then when you put an instrumental or you put a beat on or you even if it's just a beatbox or no instrumental and it's purely acapella mm -hmm. when we just allow even without rhyme consciousness to flow i think our true brilliance truly is unleashed it's like it's like the aperture is opened of the full spectrum of our conscious experience whether we're aware of it or not and uh and I really love that you brought back, you know, like waving away the, the, the flies on the rotten fruit because in Bought and Sold, and it's, so it's a throwback, it's a really brilliant throwback. So I'm glad that we're doing this because otherwise I probably would have missed it. I like riding my bike, listening to this or something like that. Mm -hmm. This allows me to like really sit down and be with, be with your words. And, um, and what, what comes to mind there is like money 
and like the those fools that went to Je- Jekyll Island and were like, let's control all the capital and let's like get rid of the gold the gold standard and let's make it all fiat and shit like that. Like this old idea, th- these old like systems, these archaic white supremacist sort of foundational patriarchal like ideas. It, it, we're more brilliant. We're more brilliant. We don't need to have these shackles anymore. And so all of the the sort of essence of uh, of what runs society is a little outdated, would you say? I would say, and I would say just to amend on, I mean, that was all really well put, like our own brilliance, but then a theme that you'll hear a lot in my music because it's been big in my life is is community. Like all of the greatest things that I've achieved, I am a, I'm a brilliant creature, but... I wouldn't have gotten to where I'm at without the help and the power of community. Cause no matter how brilliant you are at one thing, it's like, I'm a dope rapper. I'm an amazing charismatic speaker, wordsmith. I'm great at pulling relationships together, but I don't know how to build a chicken tractor. You know, like there's certain things that I'm useless with. And I, that's why you, we all have to, in my opinion, you know, surround ourselves uh, and, and figure out a way in a world that's made to separate us to return to community. And that was, I think, you know, I, I try to not focus on the negative without like glimpses of hope, but, you know, instead of, instead of swatting rotten fruit, we forgot about our roots and using each and every person's contribution, combating the delusion of village dissolution. Like we have to bring that back together because no matter how epically individually brilliant we each are, like if we try to go it alone, you know, we won't make it that far. Let's hop into the next one, shall we? Sure, let's do it. Uh, oh, speaking of, you know, it's crazy because I was just thinking, I was thinking like, Man, this radio station for us, you know, here in Portland, we we don't like say that this is, you know, that container. We are trying to create our own culture, as Terrence McKenna put it, to create our own roadshow, you know, because Facebook is a space for community to sort of socialize and share ideas and and chit chat. Your next track is called Echo Chamber. And uh, and I I love what you say about community um, being the harbinger for our collective, our collective strength, our collective brilliance and, and relying on that when we lean on that, um, while like each one of us are stronger when we tap into the collective strength of the village. Right. And, um, so what is, what, what can we, what is echo chamber? Echo chamber is my distilled thoughts. This one I worked a little bit harder and longer on because I, I think like a lot of us, I, I've, I've been really concerned about the breakdown in civil discourse that we're experiencing right now. Um, not just, I mean, I haven't been downtown to, uh, to this little, little town near me, Weaverville. I went to go get a pizza the other day. It's the first time I've been there in months. And in the five minutes that I was waiting outside for my pizza, I saw these like two older guys, both above 61, like shove the other one in the shoulder because he wasn't wearing a mask. And I was like, wow, it's getting real. Even if it's if it's like this, even in tiny little downtown Weaverville, it's, you know, I think that's just a reflection of of uh, of a huge breakdown in civil discourse. And we're all so freaking convinced that we're right and that the other side is is a bunch of idiots and, and brainwashed. And I'm guilty of like it's really hard not to generalize. the the quote other side because we've been so polarized and I'm I'm really worried because there's, you know, I don't want to breathe life into it, but I think it's something, if not all, a lot of us are thinking it's like, this is probably the closest to civil war that our nation has felt in, in a long time. It's just gotten so we're at each other's throats and 
you can't post a picture of anything on Facebook without somebody yelling at you about something. And I really don't know what the solution is for that. And I've been, you know, I've been talking to a lot of people I meet, like, what do you think the solution is? And the best thing that I've been able to refine and come up with is instead of trying to convince someone else to change their mind, when they are starting at like such a different place, they have such a different subset of information to draw on and such different preconceived ideas, like to start there and try to get them to change their mind is a really tough and unlikely, um, unlikely sell. But if you can acknowledge, like I have in conversations with like Fox News watching Republican people recently, I'll start the conversation by being like, hey, I get the sense that like I'm being really manipulated by my echo chamber, like on Facebook and the media and that like I'm not getting the whole story and that I'm being like kind of pushed to an extreme. I'm wondering, like, do you get that feeling too? And in the few conversations that I've had, the answer has been like, absolutely. And all of a sudden we're agreeing on something. And what we're agreeing on is that we're being manipulated. And so like my best hope, my proposed solution is that like, instead of fighting each other, and being on like the sides of the, the line that we're supposed to be on, that we can actually like realize that all of us are, are being manipulated and that what the best thing to do is to like find our commonalities, to come together and, and hopefully we can all work together to like, you know, storm the castle walls and, and take down the energetic forces within humanity that are dividing and intentionally manipulating us in that way. So it's a song about just like recognizing our own bias and then like starting the conversation from that place, um, which I found to be productive. So yeah, let's, let's cue it up. Tearing into each other 
pitting brother on Brother Fox rules watching mothers fearful under the covers on The unencoverage of the present incumbent My pops glued to the numbers of MSNBC pundits His eyes are fixed to the screen, sifting scripted bullshit But non-stop redundant In this world so abundant, I just think that we're above this Indulging arguing cousins Under the shadow of buzzards, it's coming down to the buzzer But we each got a piece to the puzzle Focusing on what's common, no one belongs on the bottom. We're all equal, all family, but humanity reluctant. But we're sharing a compass, our locus, sharing circumference alone. The sky that's above us, we're growing lonely from numbness. I'm speaking now from the dumbness. It doesn't come down to fact checking numbers, it comes down to our oneness. Whoosh. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jesus. Um, fear or love? Yep. You know, like what? Which which wolf are we feeding? What do you What do you have to say after listening to that, man? It's like can, can we recognize, no matter how distasteful we find this quote other, can we recognize our common humanity? Can we acknowledge that? Perhaps if we had been raised in the exact same scenario that they had been raised in, if we had had all the same life experiences that they had had leading up to this point, that they might have arrived at similar views, no matter how distasteful we find that. And it's like that that's the, the easy response is to pit yourself against what you oppose. The harder response is to figure out where that resides in you internally, even if it's just a tiny little seed of empathy so that you can then if you feel called to be this person, you can help broker those conversations that bring us back towards reconciliation. Like that's, that's the hope, you know, and it's, it's freaking hard. And I'm not saying that I always live up to that. You know, I, I think I have like um, some more obvious political views of what you might expect, you know, from like a permaculture pagan person living out here. Um, you know, I'm certainly not like a right-wing Republican by any means, but I'm trying to find, when I talk to those people, I look them in the eyes and a lot of the times when I can get through that whole layer of like TV bullshit, like, you know, the paid search results of their thoughts, usually they're not bad people. You know, they've got good thoughts. They've got good hearts. They want the best for everyone, just like we all do. So, you know. Also, I think, can I, can I expand on that a little bit? Sure. Yeah, please. I think that if we isolate ourselves from the other, whatever the fuck the other means, when we just align ourselves with associations and, and, you know, our uniforms and our, our banners and shit like that, like what really wants to happen is that people want to be heard. People want to be respected and acknowledged. And unfortunately I feel like this bandwagon mentality is a way for some people it's kind of like that junk food of love that mm -hmm. they like gravitate towards it's like oh these are people that will accept me if i say the things that they say or if i feel the way that i feel or if i hate the people that they hate mm -hmm. but like you know when when these when these people are these people again it's like hard not to to tap into the programming and the, in the systems of, uh, of separation and division, but like, mm -hmm. like freedom, right? Like freedom is a universal current that we can tap into. 
And, and that is what is uniting the people that are fighting so strongly is like, we all want that, that ineffable thing that we all consider to be freedom. We want the right to, to exist. We want the right to thrive. We want the right. So, so when we, it does take, I think it takes intelligence and it also takes that courage of standing up and being like, what do you mean? Like, can you, can you break down your views a little bit more? I think that enables that, that dam to break on the other side where they're willing to listen to you as well. Because I agree that what we need is build, bridge builders because right now there's not enough bridges. I would say that we just need to maintain bridges and we need people to come in and maintain the bridges. But right now it's like people are burning down bridges. And so yeah. listening, listening to, to the, to the other side, if, if we do think about things in that framework of like other and us and them, then like, what are they about instead of saying, fuck them, you know, mm-hmm. like that is how we are going to like get them to understand our perspective as well, because we, I don't, I agree with you. This is the closest that we've come in my lifetime to, to a war here on our domestic turf and, uh, and not to lean into that either. Another thing that I wanted to, to share, I don't want to get too sidetracked, but uh, you know, Aloka Nanda, I don't know if you yeah, know Aloka yeah. Nanda. Yeah, but he, he goes uh, by Luke now. He, uh, he, he, yeah, Luke Cohen, right? Yeah, yeah. He, he, uh, he brought, he kind of excavated this concept of Americua, the indigenous name for the United North and South Americas as a united whole. Um, this idea and name predates colonialism. So when we are all identifying as America, I think that's kind of like an abstract symbol that's out there. And I, I think what we need to do is to tread forward, kind of acknowledge that America is this sort of variable that embodies a lot of abstraction. But when it comes down to it, it's like, I'm sure you and I don't agree on everything, mm-hmm. but I've got a lot more to learn from you than I have to, and maybe I have a lot to teach you as well, but it's not going to come that the the brilliance, your brilliance isn't going to come by me just lecturing you on whatever we disagree about. And so calling forth the bridge builders to stand up with courage and see the whites of their eyes, not as a place to shoot them, but as a common ground to break bread with them and to relate Mm -hmm. to, so we can all, you know, we can all communally come together and and find some harmony in this and i i honestly think that that is what what is being stoked by the you know the people that you're talking about in bought and sold is 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 like fear the other side they're out to kill you they're out to get you they're out to steal from you etc etc and it's like it's like the more of us show up and say, I don't have any affiliation. I'm just a human being and I just want to learn. And I want to like, I, I want to see what it is that you're all about. You're so like rah, 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 rah on both sides. It's like, what, what, what can we do to like feed that, that need? And I think at the end of the day, if people started fearing each other less then we might have that, that space to, make more friends and build something awesome together, which is, uh, yeah, I think, you know, it's going to take all of us, which is not to say that there, you know, like some, some people have gotten so far down their path of, 
conditioning and they have like really solidified into, you know, toxic views and racist views and they have no interest in listening. And, you know, which is not to say that we should like make space for toxicity in our lives either. We have to know when to like hold that boundary. And, you know, if someone's coming at you with hate, it's really just like, do you have the energy? De one of my favorite uh, MCs, Decca, says like, you don't have to take to pass every snake you pass on the sacred path. We're just babies. Dig the, dig the planet, the architecture, the firmament projected on the stretch canvas. You know, it's, it's not your job to correct every single racist person that you meet. You know, like when it's aligned, when it's synchronous, when it's in flow and you find yourself in one of those conversations and you're like, hmm, there's a chance to make like some real headway here. This person is not like completely closed off to having a, you know, eye, eye to eye conversation with me. Those are those are the moments, you know, and, and if we all took a few of those, we'd make a lot of we'd make a lot of headway quickly. I think about I think about the analogy of like an effective recipe for like, say, a casserole or something like that. Like if you throw a bunch of peppers into the casserole, it's going to ruin the casserole. But if you throw in just enough, you have to recognize these opportunities to create something delicious, something gourmet. But in order mm -hmm. to do that, you need, you need the experience of like recognizing it, it, timing is everything. Timing is everything. And intention is really important too. So it's like, it's like, if we want peace, then is yelling and like tearing things down really going to bring the peace that we know is beautiful or are we, are we just wrecking our own house? Are we, are we just, are we just wrecking our own playground? And, uh, and can you repeat what you said about the, what did, what did that rapper say one more time? Um, he said, we don't have to take to pass every snake we meet on the sacred path. We're just babies. Dig the planet, the architecture, the firmament projected on the stretch canvas. So we're going to lean into something a little bit more esoteric here. Let's We've, do it. Uh, I love it. We're, we're, we're a little we, riled up. We, we ain't talked know, about magic yet. The, the debate, the debate yesterday, I think kind of stirred up a lot of shit in a lot of people. And, you know, we got, we got listeners right now that, uh, that are like, what the fuck are these guys talking about? There's white supremacists <laughs> coming to take over the country and we're, we're trying to make peace, you know, break bread. Um, what, you know, this next track is called Deep Dark Magic. And I think some of the spiritual brothers and sisters out there that are like, oh, there's all these dark magicians out there. You know, it's like, I think what magic is, is the ability to transform consciousness at will and to shape our reality by becoming a master of one's own mind and consciousness and realize that we are an instrument to create whatever we want to create. And lean, you know, you mentioned it a couple of times before. It's like, I don't really want to lean too far into that potential alternative timeline mm -hmm. or something like that. What is magic to you? And like how you, you, you also are out as a pagan. Yep. Yep. I grew up Jewish, but uh, that never overly resonated. And when I first discovered paganism, um, which to me is just like earth-based religions are, you know, getting synced up with the natural rhythms of the universe, like understanding as within, so without, as above, so below that, that I am, I am like the universe expressing through like this entity and there's patterns that are playing out in me that are connected to the lunar rhythms and like, like basically finding the beat of, of nature. And then 
realizing whether you're dialed into it intentionally or not, that you're being affected by it. Like you might have no idea that it's a full moon, but you're going to be feeling that it's a full moon on some level. And it's just about like raising the awareness of how much we embody that we, you know, like there's nowhere for us to hide from being nature. That's, that's just who we are. So how, how does that, uh, how does that work practically in your day to day? How does, um, being out on the land, I think it's like a lot of the choices that I've made in my life from that place of understanding. One of my favorite books, shout out to Starhawk, who's like one of the the like godmothers or if that's goddess mothers of the of the like the modern pagan movement. But uh, the fifth sacred thing is one of my favorite books. And for anyone building intentional community and like seeking to use nonviolent um, means in order to like overthrow um, dominator culture and the military industrial complex, it's an incredible book. Um, and so what is what does magic mean to me i agree with your definition from like a hermetic standpoint the ability to change and impact consciousness like you know if you like if you're feeling crappy and you go outside and you sit down and you do some wim hof breathing or even just some like deep belly breathing for 10 minutes you're going to feel better and that's magic that's like super palpable biological magic like if you anyone who's done wim hof breathing you've out, you know, like round two, you start to feel like tingles in your chest and like things are happening and your tongue is, you know, tingling and like, you don't have to believe in anything. It's like, wow, I just affected like my consciousness. I just affected my body through like an intentional breath work technique. Um, and the same thing can be done. Like for me, one of my main forms of magic is through poetry, through words and ciphering. So like, I love to go and we'll get to a track in a couple tracks evolution, which, which tells the story, but like, some of the most potent magic I've ever been a part of has been through casting poetry circles where people step in and give themselves permission to express themselves. And it can be a life-changing moment where you like come to uncover truths about yourself that you didn't know were there. So magic is one of those words. It means so many things to so many people in the context of deep, dark magic. I think I'm recognizing that like, not only is it our ability to change consciousness, but it's also helpful to recognize that our consciousness, the way that we perceive the world, even on some like deeply foundational levels that we're not even aware of most of us has been actually manipulated by other people who have set things in motion a long time ago that we're like currently experiencing the, by, the byproducts of or like living downstream of like these ancient magics that have been cast. So did that answer your question? Once we start talking about magic, it's like a whole, Pandora's box gets open. So, well, I, I just want to, you know, ask it for clarification. Is it kind of like forgetting through all of the programs uh, and memes and things like this about our own will and our own intentions in the process of uh, maneuvering mm. through society and maneuvering through these echo chambers? No, Is I wouldn't that say it's about forgetting about our will and our intentions because those things are, are really important. Uh, there is, you know, the call for like not having lust for result and like having an intention, but then not holding it too tightly um, and, and allowing that to just like suffuse because it really like and I believe that like things are trickling up from our our deeply held beliefs and a lot of the times they're subconscious beliefs. So knowing what we will and what we intend is incredibly important and you can have a magical moment like we're having a magical moment right now. We're both holding eye contact we're being super present. We're like, really, we're hopefully, you know, we're listening to each other. And those things create the container for magic to happen within as well. But I, I think like when we talk about like deep magic, 
Um, I don't know if anyone else out there has read the name of the wind series by Patrick Rothfuss, the King killer Chronicles It's probably, I've been a lifelong like fantasy and magic books reader. And that's probably my favorite all time fantasy book, the name of the wind. And he talks in their magic system about the sleeping mind and the waking mind and how like our most powerful, when we talk about like my deep experiences of magic have been like the weather has changed because of my emotion. You know, like all of a sudden I'll start to cry and it starts raining, but it's never from a place of like, oh, I'm going to make it rain by crying. It's just like, you're so fully in this current of your emotion. And so like not in your ego that in those moments, the sleeping mind has been activated by either like a strongly felt emotion, by a sense of danger, even like in a moment of like, you know, risking your life or taking a small risk, you can stir this subconscious part of us awake and our subconscious is connected to the everything and uh and then i'll wrap this up like this the short point like another book the alchemist at the end you know if you haven't read the alchemist by now hopefully this won't spoil it too much for you but um you know at the end he has to stop this huge storm from happening and he sits in meditation and he clears his own mind and in that space my interpretation like he realizes that he is the storm and the vibrational pattern that emanates out from us as beings, when we are in the pure awareness of knowing that we are the all, that's when like true magical things start to manifest around us, which we notice all the time through the threads of synchronicities and the patterns of like, it's like synchronicities are like, you caught like one tiny line of director's notes from like this huge pattern that's playing out. And you're like, I caught you, I see it, I see the pattern for like a fleeting second. And it's just like a good, oh, I'm on the right path, you know? But like truly believing that all of life is connected, like ch like chances are good says, what isn't an omen when we have our hearts open? You know, if you're really like grounded into that, then what's coming through you is gonna be, is gonna be magic. And it's slippery, you know, we're all trying to hold it. Like you, you wake up every day and you're reset back to zero. You might have, be having like the most amazing night of your life and be like calling the wind and then you wake up the next morning and you're just a, you know, human who wants coffee again. And you got to like <laughs> recultivate the flow and get back, you know, try to get back to it. And, and it's, it's naturally slippery and it's elusive, which is what makes, what makes it such an epic quest to be on, you know? Well, I, uh, I also want to say that in tapping into uh, the, the, the medicine of the earth, that we do have a lot of listeners out there that um, that benefit a lot from cannabis medicine. And so if you have some cannabis medicine lying nearby and you <laughs> do, do appreciate it, it's something that got brought up before the interview, feel free to uh, feel free to indulge. Um, we're going to take 10 seconds out before we play this next track, Deep Dark Magic off of the EP Evolution. Again, Michael, it's such an honor to get to, you know, get to have this time with you and get to learn from you and this is all being recorded so i'm going to listen to this a lot because uh you're a very wise person and and i know that you're you're saying that like you <laughs> you're the least wise amongst your 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 tribe or your crew but like maybe not the I'm, least wise but the least like smart like smart intellectually smart i i do have a pretty high wisdom stat but like intellectually <laughs> speaking, i'm surrounded by some some particular giants so well, if you have your uh, if you have your D twenty out there and you've got an inquiry, if you've been having a question to the universe, roll that puppy, uh, bust out your pipe, smoke them if you got them. This <laughs> is a track called "Deep Dark Magic" by Numinous the Bard, and uh, 
and we may listen to it once, we may listen to it twice. We'll see what spirit holds for us. Uh, this is off the EP Evolution. Let's talk about some deep, dark magic. There are some constructs that are so far upstream from our daily routine that few of us have the space and means to even see they exist or how they shape reality through our perception. perception. But that's why we have wizards. Lingering dark magicians in the human condition Iterations of Christians and solar stories and scripted Over oral traditions and into spells that were written And there's no better example than the calendar system Linear for so long, we can't imagine it different It's tough to conceive when even the word is misleading A timeline, when really it's a circular stream Elliptical passage between our waking life and our dreams There's no ends or beginnings As we're spinning through space Our months are tuned to the moon Around the orbit she takes Four quarters of seven to make a full twenty-eight Rhythm waning and waxing as the pendulum swayed But then the calendar changed Obscuring grandmother's face Made economics the aim In this zero-sum game With only one percent winning And no one else can relate Because we traded communion for this Gregorian fate Convincing wolves we were rabbits Spun us around to work backwards But their only gravity is in the power of habit Eternity's never too late Just gotta reclaim and create Celestial magic of place To see the patterns of fate Just go outside in your yard And the reflections of stars And start gridding the space each direction you face pays five units, five cubits since we measured as Vitruvian shapes. Count the steps of your circumference, gonna get 28. Your math doesn't even need to be great. Let the ratio show, as above, so below. Something ancient once know. This used to be common knowledge, we biodynamically grown, just like the seeds that we sow. Beneath the full moon glow, flip your almanac back. Gravity's been affecting the plants just like it's pulling our blood. Summons water from mud. We're just primordial stuff. That means we're all made of love. Some say it's 2020, but we're calling the bluff. Cause really it's more like 4 billion plus. 500 million and a couple thousand odd ends. And we've been playing pretend. What means it justified achieving this end? Why frame reality through a fourth dimensional lens? A drag force coefficient slowing down our ascent. So from this we repent, back to Earth time instead. Now I'm walking to wherever we're led, erasing lies from our head. We're still embodied in the origins of creation, expanding and contracting universes in the act of respiration. Stay ancient, cause this is deep dark magic. Convincing wolves we were rabbits, and spun us around till we're backwards. But their only gravity is in the power of habit. The suppression of myths was the means How we got stuck in between And forgotten it seems Why we counting these beans When we could let them grow Past the clouds in the sky Climbing back to a time Before when people aligned To shoot the gods from our mind We've calcified but now we're more and more immortal as we're opening up the portals Following breadcrumbs sprinkled by the ones who came before us Though at first they may ignore us When the music changes is when the city walls fall Our culture's always cymatic Rearranging to the shapes of our songs These truths we've known all along are hidden here in plain sight But like elvish script are only revealed in certain kinds of light Like tonight Yo, title, title, that's proper, man. It's so legit. Magic. Dark magic. Uh, I remember the conversation I was in when I like started writing that piece and just like talking about time magic. And I just like 
There's a lot of people doing good work. Uh, a buddy of mine, Makua, is doing the, the Time Institute in DC and like really promoting that we go back to a lunar calendar. Um, and it's a conversation that I just like keep getting into over and over again with some of the most interesting people that I've met is this conception of like, how do we process time? Like, obviously we're all experiencing this thing. Like you could say, I had breakfast this morning, I had dinner tonight. But then on the other hand, like sometimes it's really hard to tell whether something was 10 years ago or a month ago or like whether a moment lasted for an hour or a minute you know and and there then every night we like go to sleep and we dream and we're like process like we're like interacting with the astral worlds to varying extents and like getting all this information from all over the place and then waking back up and the earth is literally in a different position in space than it was when we went to sleep and then we're supposed to like hit the ground running again and it's all just a little more mixed up than maybe I think like we were raised, you know, it's like Monday to Friday, nine to five. But that is an architected calendar, which was like put in fairly recently for economic reasons, um, as opposed to the lunar calendar, which is actually like in tune with the rhythms of the moon, in tune with the gravity of the earth, of, of the gravity of our of our blood, you know, of the water on the planet, which we are. Um, that understanding of time leads to a completely different sense of relationship with with the world around us as opposed to like oh it's monday morning it's time to go to work you know so that's what that song's about what do you think would be a effective thought experiment to break people out of this cycle of uh monday through friday saturday sunday kind yeah. of uh, hamster wheel it's it's tough when you're in that it's like it's so hard and that was something i knew from a young age that like the nine to five thing was never was like i didn't know what the hell i was gonna do um waiting tables was kind of my go-to but like i knew i would never do the the nine to five thing because that just like just just didn't feel like me um i think to break out of the cycle of that one of the best things that people can do is is follow the moon look look to the moon because there is a rhythm um, I don't know if I don't know if you've heard before, but I'm sure someone listening hasn't. The the idea that the like the the moon waxing and waning in the sky was originally how women uh, women were able to like tune into that because it connected to their cycle, and that was the very beginning of the early hominids' relationship with time, when we dialed into the correlation between the moon overhead in the sky and then the cycles that we were naturally going through that women were going through in their bodies, and that was was the beginning of how we started actually keeping track of some measured chunk of eternity and like following the pacing of it. So that's still a great way to do it. Um, and just like try to try to dial yourself back and maybe even keep like a journal of like, what do I feel like on these different days of the moon cycle? And maybe you find like, dang, every time it's three days to the full moon, I'm like feeling fire, man. I'm like getting work done. I'm creative. And every time it's like a week past the full moon, I feel like for me personally, like, like five days past the full moon, energy starts to get denser, like things that were easy, like it's harder to go on runs in the morning and stuff like that. And I'm, I start to like beat myself up for it. I'm like, oh man, why am I, you know, why am I being less productive? But when you actually have a, an astrological framework for, oh, it's just kind of like the dark side of the moon. I think that's something women are way more naturally in tune to, in tune to still, as opposed to men, it's a little harder, a little more abstract for us to make that connection. Well, it's like, it's like we plan our year when we're going to get married, when we're going to, you know, have a certain events around the seasons. So we are attuned to an extent, but I feel like on a day-to-day -day basis, we are pretty out of tune with, uh, 
with, you know, when's a good time to, to sow, to sow our land or, or, you know, however that is, like, when is it a good time to kind of incubate and to like really go inside and to, to transfer and alchemize like what we've just processed from our harvest or maybe the harvest is diminished from like, you know, just cashing in all of our proverbial karma or something like that on a big, on a relationship or on a project or whatever it may be um, into transmuting that into like, okay, well, what's the next phase? What's the next step of my personal journey? It might be exercise. It might be rest. It might be taking like a month's worth of rest or something like that. I don't really, uh, I am such a city boy. I am such like a, like a Southern California, like video game addicted kind of cat Mm -hmm. that I don't really know, but I can share that two things. The white witch of Los Angeles shares with us that sun gazing is not for everybody kind of eating in that prana is not necessarily like the best way to feed off of the energy of light. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all light. It's all light is, is what she reminds us of. But at night when the moon is out, we can moon gaze and still get the entire spectrum of prana by mm-hmm. being in communion with the moon because she's there and she's like this, she's this sacred divine reflector of all of the light in existence that we have access to and we can stare at her for like 10 minutes and when we do that I notice that my intentions start to become a little bit more tangible and manifest themselves in my reality whatever it is whether that's you know like asking for a raise or you know, like having things set off in a good way harmoniously. Maybe I'm having like a disagreement with a friend or a coworker or a parent or something like that. Like if I sit and I sit in communion with the moon, all I need to do is like just receive all that prana. And then all of a sudden I become more imbued with a sort of metaphysical power. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. So I wanted to share that with whoever's listening out there. And the other thing is I went to a farm once upon a time and we asked the farmer who had been there for seven years, like, what's, can you share any wisdom with us? And he was like, I was out here and I wanted, I knew I was always supposed to be a farmer, but for the first three, three years I was out here, my harvests were shit. Like I really wasn't doing well until somebody brought the farmer's almanac to me. And when I started following the, the farmer's almanac, I was like, this doesn't have anything to do with growing fruits or vegetables, but it's based on the lunar cycle. And so he started following it like kind of just as an experiment at first, but then when it started to work, when things started to pop off, he started taking it like a religion very, very seriously. And he's never strayed from it. The, the farmer's almanac has always been his Bible in terms of, of growing his harvest. So there is deep truth to that even though on a reductionist western kind of mind uh program it does it doesn't necessarily computer make a ton of sense off the bat like you know just keeping an open mind an open framework to relating ourselves with with the moon and with the stars and the native americans they like brought in sweat lodge and brought in their traditions and their rituals and and, and have this whole lineage of surviving generation to generation. And they, you know, they, 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 they give great reverence to the star nations, these, these inte- intelligent celestial beings in the astral plane of existence that commune with them and actually give them wisdom. I'm curious what your perspective is on 
the star people, or if you have a relationship with star nations, or if you have any, uh, any kind of that, we talk about dark magic. I think that mm-hmm. exists in one context, but I also think dark magic in terms of like the magic that happens at night is also mm-hmm. really beautiful. Um, do you have any, any relationship with, with the stars um, directly? I, do they, I don't have direct, direct experience with like, with, um, with really specific star communication. I definitely, I know, I know people who do, and I'll, you know, I hear people talking about it. I, I experience it personally in just like a more generalized way. I've never been like, Oh, this star is talking to me. Um, but there are more things on, on heaven and earth than can be dreamt of in my philosophy. And I'm, I'm, I'm almost certain that there's, you know, life. I've actually, I, I've, I have seen, I will say this, I've seen spacecraft flying around multiple times in my life. Things like, like a nickel sized ball of light that appeared out of nowhere, like way overhead and then circled, like made three big, huge circles around the sky and then like jetted off into deep space. And I watched for like 25 seconds with three of my friends just like disappear into deep space. And, you know, it's like maybe humans clandestinely have that advanced that like deep space travel technology and it was humans doing that which is also mind-bending but shoot if we have that other beings have that and like i feel pretty confident that um that those that those energies are floating around and that people are there are people who are tuned into that realm and that specific frequency i wanted to talk to you about spell work and spell crafting for a second uh, because it works through language and the magic of words the alchemy of language, the written word, each letter that comes together with another letter spells out a word. Each word with another word spells out a sentence and to be careful with what we put out there. But then also the magical language of math and numbers and how that works. And you you write about the, in that last song, you mentioned the four corners of seven bring it a full 28. Mm-hmm. What are you referring to there? So what I'm talking about is, um, so like we look at the four quarters of the moon cycle and each week, seven days, um, creating that 28 day lunar calendar, like the 28 day lunar month. And so in the, uh, what I'm talking about is gridding a magical circle for yourself, basically. So if you, if you go outside into your yard in the reflections of stars and start gridding the space, each, each direction you face, each of the four cardinal directions, so like that means you're orienting yourself. And I would say like with the moon thing, it doesn't even, it doesn't have to be the moon, like understand that there's a rhythm to nature. And if you can find it, if you can find the beat and get aligned with it, that's gonna be helpful. And what that leads to is like, instead of a timeline, when people talk about like gaining access to additional dimensions, breaking free of the fourth dimensional of time, it's like in your mind, can you, can you astrologically coordinate yourself with the four directions can you actually like zoom out and understand like can you picture that you're spinning on this on this sphere on this globe through space and like seeing the sun and the moon orbiting around us and like seeing your place within this huge celestial you know pool game that's going on so that's what like when you go into your yard you grid the space you you connect to the four directions you like orient yourself in in the heavens And then each direction from your center point, you pace five feet, five cubits, since we're measured as Vitruvian shapes. And that's some like some of the sacred geometry of like of the human design and the golden ratios that that da Vinci was tuned into when he like drew the Vitruvian man stepping like five paces in each direction of those cardinal of the cardinal directions. 
And I like to like light a little candle as a focal point. And those are your four directions, which correspond with the four elements, uh, north being earth and east being air, south being fire, west being water. And like acknowledging each of those directions as you, as you step into that space. And what I was saying is that, you know, once you draw in your mind, if you can picture, you're like standing in the middle of a circle of candles beneath the stars and you have all four directions. If you were to walk that little circle of candles that you had made for yourself, you would get 28 steps, one step corresponding for like each of the days of the moon. And whether that particularly resonates for you, um, you know, a lot of times with magic, it's, it's not so much about what's like scientifically true, it's about what is empowering for you and like the frame of consciousness you'll get in by going out, making this circle for yourself with intention and like feeling yourself, like acknowledging your part in the pattern. Like I'm aware, I'm facing the directions. I know where the sun is, I know where the moon is and I'm dialing into that, I'm part of that. And then like opening yourself up to, to tune into that, see what happens. Uh, I also wanted to tap into you, uh, Qigong, you mentioned it a couple times during our talk. What is the power of Qigong for you personally? Oh my gosh, I'm such a novice and like Qigong is such an ancient and powerful art that I feel like I'm like like a level one, level two maybe Qigong practitioner. It's okay. all about the movement. It's about the movement of energy. Like I'm someone as like a highly cognitive creature. It's harder for me sometimes to be in my body. So like Qigong is a way that I'm able to actually ground back into my body, linking breath and movement, just like with yoga. And then like intentionally like moving chi and like find you know tracing meridian lines on your body and moving and like trying to release physical stagnations uh allowing these like kind of ancient grooves of consciousness that people have been practicing for thousands and thousands of years untold um to like follow these like patterns and like opening meridian channels opening energy flow because really like on the physical plane we're also these like electrical circuit boards which is have you ever had acupuncture you once once did you feel did you feel much from it no <laughs> no oh man all right well i've had some acupuncture where like the tiniest little pinprick has caused me to like like huge jolts like someone hooked up a car battery and like energy is just like pulsing through my body so strongly that i can like barely sit still on the table um because we've got these like electrical grids within us um so yeah chi gong you know like gong gong or chi yo Get, get the energy moving. <laughs> um, what is it that we have to prove? Mm. To ourselves that we can lean forward into what scares us, you know, mm. that we can make something of ourselves, like we can do the thing that our intuition's always been whispering to ourselves that we want to do, whatever it looks like, whatever it sounds like, not beholden to someone else's view. To other people, we really don't have shit to prove, you know, like, um, except that maybe we know that, you know, and shoot, that's a high bar because I'm always worried about what people are thinking. But part of the reason I put out this mixtape and like took that step is, you know, at some point you have to decide that like following your truth and expressing yourself is more important to you than what other people are going to think of it. And, uh, you know, whatever criticisms people may have for my album, I probably have those same criticisms too. But like, you know, um, it's worth saying you, it's worth like when it's time to dance, it's time to dance. When it's time to sing, it's time to sing. And like, if you go through your whole life and restrain that impulse, it's possible that you may end up with some regrets or like, you know, maybe not feel like you lived your life fully. Um, 
even if you embarrass yourself though, at least you're putting yourself out there. So, you know, <laughs> nothing, to, I like what, uh, you know, nothing to prove at the end of the day. <laughs> well, that's the name of your next track. So I was kind of being a smart ass and asking. Yeah, I know. What, I was trying to help you out, tie it back in, but I, I got a little philosophical. <laughs> I no, it's it good. Cool. It's good. I'm glad that you were real with it because, uh, because to ourselves it is, I think it is good to grow. I think it is good to stretch and put, you know, like put ourselves to a test, challenge ourselves and, 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 write something like I've been trying to write every single day and it's it's hard to develop these what did you say about habits from that other song that everything is just the gravity of habits oh yeah yeah well it's, I was saying uh, the only gravity of our current calendar system is the, the the gravity of habit the power of habit whereas the gravity of the like you know the the lunar calendar system is the gravity of nature itself slightly more powerful if you can believe it, my brother, we've been conversing for uh, an hour and 22 minutes right now. And so uh, we're going to jump through these next three tracks. Uh, this is called Nothing to Prove. Um, and so we've already given it quite a prelude. Anything else you want to add contextually to this track? Nah? No, let's do it. Say what I earned upon my coming of age Cause both the devil and saint are metaphors for the change that I strain to acquaint So I can strip off the fake and sit with my reflection in the rippling lake A look of peace on my face I don't need to be great When I remember I don't need to be great I just need to be true I just need to be true my soul's here to do And maybe it'll resonate with you that it does if only because this muse is a drug serotonin wrapped hug higher self is the plug who nudge me back into action i've been accumulating traction as the years continue stacking i seldom look back where i've been my attention tread to swim i keep my head up in my chin friend the light of hope is dim some can barely see it all these songs are humans that have bundled into balls so we always can recall how it feels to be enthralled writing poems to the rapturous all that i know Bring it to bear, been in hibernation, but perhaps now you can share in my awakening. So you're awakening too. And we don't need to be great, we just need to be true. What I saw suggests we're down here to do. Just do what resonates with you. What I saw suggests we're down here to do. Just do. Resonates with you. Took a minute to sit, but slowly coming to grips. Since way before the pandemic hit, we felt society sick, divided poor and the rich. Now the change coming quick, pick solutions which stick, so we can cross the abyss from darkness to 
the bliss of Tiferet. Sit beneath the Bodhi tree with me. Close your eyes and feel your dignity. You uh, you mentioned Tif- Tifereth? Tifereth? Yeah, yeah. The, top, and the top sphere on the, on the world tree. The crown? The crown, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, when, you know, I... Um, <laughs> that's a beautiful song. I feel like running it back, but we're running out of time. Um, my teacher teaches me that, uh, you know, and it's funny because he, he's all about healing and, and working with people's purging and purging what needs to come out. Um, but at the end of the day, he's just like, we're here for a limited, we're here for a blip on the radar. And we, so we have an opportunity to experience pleasure. And so conscious hedonism, not just hedonism because do no harm, but like experience what you want to experience. And so I I really like that track and I'm going to, that's going to become a regular in rotation over here because it's like we can live in our heads so often Mm -hmm. get caught up in overthinking over analyzing getting in that paralysis of analysis um what uh when you kind of get into that mental realm because i know that you're a smart dude um how do you how do you break up the the monotony of like overanalyzing and and that tendency to overthink things yeah. Um, you know, to be totally honest, I, w- I, I would go ahead and admit that I haven't really figured that out yet for myself. Like I, you know, a lot of the time my, my brain is running and it's a blessing and it's a curse. And, uh, and it's something that I really struggle with a lot, which is, you know, a lot of these songs, I, in fact, all these songs really are, are medicine for myself has like always been like why I waited a long time to share is because I'm, I'm really just writing to me because there's really no one else we can authentically calibrate like giving advice to except for ourselves everything else like anytime you're trying to write advice to someone else it it has a different feel to it um so i think you know above everything the song was the medicine that i need that i like need to remind myself and i think in particular i've been like you know i i love to sing and i grew up doing theater and stuff and i love like you know uh, musicals and operettas and things like that in addition to hip-hop and um you know i think I want to sing, but I don't think my singing is as strong as my rap, to be honest. And this, in this song in particular, this was just kind of me being like, I want to do it, so I'm going to do it. You know, that's, that was like my offer, what I was willing to like give to the song. And like, part of me was like, oh, shit, you're going to put that out there with like singing, even though your singing's not like locked in yet. And it's like, yeah, because I want to. And like, because it's dope at the end of the day, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's funny to me that uh that i asked you uh about how you get out of the mental rut of paralysis analysis and then you were just really true with me about analyzing your singing on that track <laughs> yeah yeah so I, I don't you know but i want to and like maybe if y'all if y'all got ideas i think like one of the big unintegrated lessons of my life is like meditation practice um i brought a lot of other good things in but like actually having a meditation practice and and clearing the mind is something that i do too infrequently so uh yeah, you got any advice? I'm I'm all ears. When you say the higher self is the plug, 
I meditate, I like contemplate about the higher self a lot as like, you know, the, the Sephirim or like guardian angel or something like that. I try to like uh, cultivate relationship with, with the higher self. And uh, this book Dion Fortune wrote called uh, the training of the initiate. Uh, the, the initiate is like, it's a good framework of like preparing the body for the higher self to, or the Holy guardian angel, whatever you want to call it. Cause there's mm-hmm. different, you know, different frameworks that work for different individuals. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but as a constant curious agnostic, I think that like staying open and uh, you know, like just asking a question. I think that oftentimes we, we don't give our higher self enough credit, our intuition. Mm-hmm. I think another, another common word for it is our intuition, you know, and like really honing in on that because I do believe that each one of us was born with a, a compass and, uh, and you know, it's true North, which I think you kind of referred to in one of your mm-hmm. earlier songs. Uh, but you say the higher self is the plug, which I, 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 I it's kind of playful, but I like that a lot. Yeah, I would like to amend my previous statement because there is this one like for other like crazy wordsmiths out there like me, um, you know, who who have a lot of thoughts like this album is a, is a decent snapshot of like what it looks like inside my head. This is like, you know, kind of nonstop for me. That's why the lyrics are so dense. But uh, but I have found and one of the reasons I'm so grateful to hip hop is like through freestyle. That's actually like probably like the thing that I love the most in terms of art is just spitting things fresh off the top, tale of fitting poems to the moment and and like being there with it and that is a probably the most reliable way that i've found to get out of the voice in my head is by like tuning in to like surrendering and just trusting that like whatever is going to speak through you and then when i'm done with that it's just like and i'm a whole different person i've been like struck by a divine lightning bolt of dopamine and serotonin and i'm just like whoa i'm on fire um you know i'm sorry that was probably that probably was too loud for the mic, <laughs> but no, I mean, um, uh, we encourage you to speak, speak as loud, speak your truth as loud as possible, my brother. Cool. Well, um, all right. I'll, I'll do that. What's uh, what's evolution. You've got the, the title track of the EP evolution. Yeah. Evolution is like, so, you know, I, I said, you know, my parents are writers. I grew up being a writer. I had this like pivotal moment at a festival back at a root wire festival in Ohio, where I met some really influential friends in my life. And I, this one guy in particular, um, his name's canvas. He like dropped spoken word poetry on me in this like, and I'd never had anyone do that, you know, just like, like I've seen performance poetry, but when someone like comes up to you at a festival or even at an airport or wherever, and they're just like, yo, want to hear a poem or even not? And they just like go at you. Um, I'd never experienced anyone like sharing their art in that way. And I was like, damn, yo, that was cool. I want to do that. And so that weekend I went to my friend David Weber's workshop and I wrote my first spoken word piece and just like, put it out there. And that was like this huge moment of like, whoa, I can share my art in this. Like it took something that was a very yin process and like conjugated it, which by the way, like conjugate to conjure are like, it's kind of another cool language thing about the inherent magic and in language. But um, to, to take your poems, like for all you writers out there who have just notebooks on notebooks to take something and to like express it, like start by reading it to your friends, but like, actually, like I would, my, my wizard friend, when I said I wanted to become a bard, he issued me a quest. And he said, like, you want to become a bard? Here's what you do. Memorize three of your poems at the drop of a hat and be able to recite them. And I think that's a great level one bard quest. If you're like trying to go like pick three poems, memorize them, because they take on this whole different thing when you actually have them memorized. 
anyway, um, so that was like this major evolution point in my, in my um, poetry and my writing career was like realizing that I could actually like take these things and like, um, and not just with, uh, not just with written poems, but also the freestyling, like it's a channel that I've tapped into so much that I've hearted, I've started hosting these, like these workshops and classes um, and uh, that I call freestyle temple or here in, in Asheville, if you're in the Asheville area, we call it the Barnardsville community speakeasy. Um, and we get together and um, when such things are possible and, uh, and we all freestyle together and like being able to walk with that medicine, to carry that medicine of empowered expression to the point where you embody it enough to help giving other people permission to do the same um, was this like major evolutionary point in my life. And some of the most powerful magic I've ever been a part of has been through that. And some of the easiest ways of, to get out of your head or like through getting into the, the higher self. So yeah, that's talking, what evolution's about. It tells okay. us some of the story there. Sweet. I, I love that you brought up Canvas. Uh, shout out to Tyler Canvas. Love you so much. And to David Weber, Soham the Architect. Uh, the reason why this bridge between um, Numinous and myself is, is built. Um, I'm going to hold my thought. We're going to play Evolution for you. We're going to be right back here on Shady Pines Radio. This is Evolution, the title track off of the EP Evolution by Numinous the Bard. My evolution as a writer went from poems to casting ciphers. Host an open mic all nighters, invite into its sight a vibe. Bardic lineage alive, not a pioneer along for the ride. Where words and magic coincide, I arrive spitting rhymes. Spills design for my fellow humankind with a different gift of mind. Surprise them every time, mundane shine sublime. In the blinking of an eye, what was just myself and I magnetized truth shrine. People feel the gravitas, raps tight as dental floss, wingspan of the albatross, notice focus never lost. Got that hocus pocus watch, people stop, inhibition start and drop, voices harken picking pockets full of locks for their secret. Truth freeze it, thaw in places numb, freeze it, no need to believe it, I've seen it. Over and over, souls pouring over, ego no composer, barefooted, field of velvet clover, circle full of eyes, catalyzing tribe, speaking new stories, words for the wise, we'll be seeing through the lies. Language older than words can be felt and heard Here at Freestyle Church, the way we do the work Free the truth within your nerves, speak the world we deserve Sweating from the stressing of obsession, setting world around regression. We ain't integrating lessons, just rushing for the next one. Ayahuasca every week, such a holy way to tweak. That just seems too much to me. Maybe need to let it be just what it is. Live in imperfections, perfect. Struggle always serving. Someone make it worth it as we learn deserving. Loving something we can earn when by working our best. Blood flowing our chest, treasure ancestors left Can't hold it, only pass it to the next Death is really just a rest between a test Before we wake up feeling fresh in the morning Before we remember climate's warming For the media storming and forming our thoughts Focused on what we have not instead of what we got This pale blue dot These precious lives This wink of time Too much spent in overdrive We got to slow down The people around grown Towns, time standing still, something older than words being felt and heard. Tapping into that. 
what is there to say? <laughs> uh, well, just freestyling off the cuff, it's like, I think, why don't you say, why don't you speak to that? Why don't you speak to, to the power of freestyle? It's like a drift in the ocean, a rift in the notion that we think we're advancing the chances we take and the dances we fake and the ways that we engage are all just part of this seamless play as we're floating downstream. We all have the means and the ways to express. We all carry secrets that pound in our chest. We're all part of it. When we get under duress, we're all part of it. We're so blessed. We're so full. We're soulful. We're all just making like merino wool, man. We fine as hell. And we ring in the bells because the temple is calling all the people, all the angels is falling. We're coming back to the top, to the tip of breath. We're never going to stop because this thing is in perpetual motion. We're just the inertia that's floating like a message in a bottle that's been sent out through the ocean that finally arrived on the shore. And you could be sure that everything that we thought before was still evolving and being in creation. And freestyle is just a way of recognizing that our rhymes are part of our conversation, that every single moment when we interact, this entire conversation and all the feedback is all freestyle. Because we never know what we're going to say when we wake up in the morning. Our thoughts are always instantaneously storming and forming. And that's what makes it cool. And freestyle, and as a general rule, just means that you can be as playful artistically with your words as you can be intentional as you are with them in conversation. And like dance, you know, there's that elevated dimension of letting yourself be in conversation with the music and the rhythm as well. And then when you can flow between those places like really seamlessly, that is the gift of, of freestyle. And even more potent maybe the gift of freestyle is like claiming the power of integrity, the, t the power of truth. And like when, when you prioritize speaking the truth, and when you are in your own integrity, when you're when you make your word mean something by like following up and like showing up and doing the things that you say you're going to do, your word gains power um, and your truth gains power and the throat chakra. I mean, that's where we that's where we take what we feel and we make it real, you know, and it's like words can either be cheap or priceless. You know, we've we've all seen them be both. So, you know, to quote the great Albus Dumbledore. Words are, in my not so humble opinion, our most inexhaustible source of magic capable of creating great injury and remedying it. Mm. There is also a collective magic to the cipher, is there not? Oh, coming totally. To, coming together with other, other MCs and other lyricists and, uh, and stirring it up. I mean, just like being there to hear your freestyle just now is like, tapping me into my desire mm -hmm. to freestyle because it's so playful you know like it just excites that inner child inside of me to want to jump into the pool that you're splashing around in and and, and jumping around and playing with concepts and like i like i get jealous i'm like oh shit like his brilliance is so is so far you know out there that like i want to tread to understand and like play in that territory too and mm -hmm. so when I get with other MCs in a cipher, I mean, I've got kind of like this high nasally voice or whatever, and I can be self-critical and like, what if I fuck up? And there's this like self-hesitancy, self-doubt thing in the back of my mind. But like, when I just let go, I can, if I even just start laughing through mm -hmm. the entire process, it's a gain because it's fucking great. It feels awesome to, to, you know, to put myself out there and be vulnerable and try to express myself in a brand new novel fashion. And so, um, 
and and the same thing with poetry like it doesn't have to be like off the cuff off the dome something brilliant like Eminem like just grabbing all of these various abstract concepts it can be just like sitting down and rhyming like plum with some plums <laughs> you can make rum with some plums in the sun as it comes naturally and factually accurate you know like mm -hmm. it, it, w there's something beautiful to well was that me <laughs> There's something beautiful to the uh, to to rhyme to to like, it's it's part of our design to be attracted, mm -hmm. and there's something joyful in the process of 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 catching a rhyme. My friend Brian, shout out Brian, who created this whole radio station. I we have this joke on about Rhyme Time Incorporated, where we have a company and all we do is sell rhymes, and uh, um, <laughs> and I don't know what that is, but I think not being able to define what makes rhyme powerful is its power inherently and uh so just playing with the rhyme is something i want to encourage everybody that's listening to this if you think you don't have the gift of gab if you think you don't have the gift of rhyming um you know like that belief system is probably setting you back from a million things so just try it out try try writing something even if you don't like without the qualification of it being good i think mm -hmm. is a big part of it too um, here's a here's a flip way to to look at it too. Something you know, I I mentioned I host um freestyle workshops and classes, and if anyone is interested in like freestyle coaching, that's that's part of my work to do on this planet. And um, I really love talking about it, sharing it, and I have some tips tips and tricks and things like that. But one thing in particular, like when we have ciphers here, I, we usually ask people to try intentionally not to rhyme in the beginning because people get so caught up about trying to make everything rhyme that they they lose track of their truth. They lose track of like what it is they're actually feeling in that present moment. And some of the most beautiful freestyles I've ever heard, like someone is in the circle or outside the circle and, and they'll say when it's their turn, they'll just be like, I'm afraid that my words aren't powerful. And you could just, everyone in the circle like leans in and they're like, oh my God, what are they going to say next? Because that is honest. So it's relatable, it's courageous. So you're putting out this vibration when one, it always happens, like one person who's not good at it steps in after like all the people who are really good at it, they already, they go and like most people are like, fuck, I can't do that. But then one person steps in and they're the courageous one and you could tell they're not like a dope freestyler and they're just raw. And what is the emotion that everyone in the circle is feeling? Is it like, ha, look at that loser, hell no. Everyone is like, dude, whoa, they're really courageous. And then it breaks the ice and people just start like coming in and coming in and the rhyme, it's almost like the relationship of rhyme is that like these words are literally magnetized to each other. Like words rhyme because they're, they're related. And what I would say is like um, in the great fantasy series, Aragon, they talk about like how in the ancient language it's powerful because you can only speak the truth. And so like, when you prioritize speaking the truth, like whatever is real for you in that moment, be it, I'm so scared right now be it, whoa, this is crazy. As soon as you begin tapping into the frequency of truth and expressing that through your channel, sometimes it's like turning on a garden hose and you get a few like, you know, before the flow comes out. But the, the rhyme follows the truth because when you are speaking the truth, the frequency of your speech pattern is going to be one that naturally gravitates rhyming words together because the rhyme, like it's the most effortless thing for words to rhyme because they want to come, they want to connect, they want to come together. 
the philosopher in me just goes, but why? <laughs> <laughs> but why? Yeah. But um, why? You know, it's, it's, but it's also the child. It's like the beginner's mind. It's like, it's like, why? Well, because that's where that's, that's how babies come. Why? You know, it's just like that yeah. perpetual, perpetual inquiry. I think it comes down uh, to pattern, you know, pattern um, and things wanting to like form ge geometries and shape. So the, whatever the strange, like self-assembling pattern we are.
and that was evolution uh that last um, track was called future raps and uh i accidentally disrupted the the interview i do apologize to michael uh oh but, all, good. Uh, all good we're t we're talking about patterns and um and i didn't mean to interrupt you so i apologize um I, well, speaking of patterns and small mistakes, it's like, you know, they say that in the, like, you don't want to weave the perfect tapestry, like you need to leave at least one small error in it. So maybe we were weaving such a perfect tapestry <laughs> that, uh, that we had to have just like a small bend in the thread, you know? I was thinking that uh, the technology was getting a little impatient with us for taking two hours to get through a 22 minute <laughs> That's very possible. But, it, no, but it, 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 I, I'm so happy that, that you took the time out to, to join us on this uh, radio station experiment, Shady Pines Radio, uh, this evening. And uh, I wanted to ask you, when I was listening to that last track, Future Raps, about um, the ego, actually. And like, 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 because you're like, there's a little bit of tooting your own horn in oh, yeah. the, in that track and i think it's beautiful because i think we don't do that enough like we're, we're almost we think humility is this opposite thing we think humility is like playing down our gifts and playing down our brilliance and like don't want to shine too bright because we don't want to like blind other people or something like that um it, but it with that last track i really felt like you were playing with your own ego in a sense of like no, like there's something sacred and beautiful and powerful that I want to tap into and share. Was I, am I tripping? <laughs> no, you're not. You're not tripping. You're not tripping. I think okay. it's like one of the great things that hip hop has to teach is, is like every MC needs to think that they're the dopest MC, you know? And it's not like on, and this was challenging for me. The first producer I worked with, my, my friend Shrikala, you know, he was like working with me, trying to encourage, encourage, my my MC in to come through and he's like dude you're the dopest MC and I was like but I'm clearly factually not I mean like black thought still exists in the world right like I'm not like you know and he's like no man you don't get it like you're missing the whole point like you've gotta you've gotta act like you're the dopest MC and it's the same you know like if someone is a surgeon and they're coming in to perform surgery you don't want them to walk in the room and be like you know there's probably better surgeons than me uh you know like you gotta you gotta find a way to bring the confidence you gotta you gotta bring the swag and like the the fruits of that are are fun and i've had a lot of people tell me that this is their favorite track on the album because it's the one that just like bumps the hardest i'm not like holding back at all i'm just kind of like kind of big up in myself and like getting into a fun groove and i really try with the album like uh, you know i call it bard hop because i'm trying to bring this like storytelling element into it and I think you really hear that in all the other tracks and in this one in particular I think I just it's called future raps because it was a rap the writing prompt when I wrote it was um this is me five years from now writing back to me as I am now once I've gotten over all these like fears and hang-ups what would my rap sound like at that point and what would I say to myself you know that's why it's called future rap so do you believe prophecy kind of works that way? I have a theory, uh, outstanding theory on prophecy and prophecy is kind of like future self sending back to us kind of like a, you should prepare for this to come. Do you, uh, do you ever get prophetic visions? Hmm. Very rarely in like, in that kind of way. I've definitely, I've had a few, I've had a few moments in times where something has come like very, very clearly. I think mostly for me that expresses in just deeply felt intuition. I'm a, triple water sign and a Pisces and like I'm just things seem like so apparent and obvious to me that 
I'm like sometimes surprised to be like, what, you can't tell that he's angry? What, really? <laughs> like, it's so, so obvious. That's where, that's where my like clarity or clairvoyance sort of stuff comes through. Um, and but I'm not like what, channeling prophecies or anything. I don't think unless the music is. How did your association with being a bard and what is a bard for those that are unfamiliar with the concept of the bard? Yeah, probably we should, that, that would have been a good question to start with considering my name's Numinous the bard, but, um, right. Um, but I'm glad, thank you for asking. It's so a bard is another, it's, there's many, you know, there's troubadours, there's bards and performers and players and actors. Um, but it's, it's a lineage that came through the Celtic line of uh, the, the bards and the druids. And there's very little that we actually know because they were an oral tradition that didn't write a lot of things down. Um, but, you know, from the stories that we have, the bards were, were keepers of great magic, were powerful people um, within, like in the mysteries of life who, who studied for a long time to learn stories and songs. And I would say a, a bard is one who uses um, creativity, art to like channel creativity and create magic. Um, and, you know, bardic magic is when you can walk into a room and light a candle and cast a cipher and take a whole bunch of strangers who weren't talking to each other and get them to step into this empowering moment where they share deep truths about themselves is that's a very tangible kind of magic. So bards are storytellers. They're, they're song holders, they're keepers of poems, they're keepers of stories. And, and above all of it, like our archetypes are things that are whimsical and they delight us and they enchant our, the way that we narrativize our lives. So, you know, again, it's not about like true or false. It's about like, is it enchanting? Is it empowering? And like, for me, identifying with the, with the archetype of Bard and like thinking of myself as a storyteller and a carrier of stories and in a way, like even re-elevating myself in like my conception of self through that lens, because storytellers and orators used to hold a much more central role in in culture than they do now and like in our in our reduced attention spans you know if you can't get your point across in a minute then you might as well not say it whereas people used to listen to people talk for hours and hours um and so like there's power there in in the storyteller in in the in the ones who hold the tunes and in deep dark magic i said our culture is always cymatic rearranging to the shapes of our songs these truths we've known all along but like you know culture art it does become reality um and I, am, I would encourage like everyone out there listening is like tap into that. If you, if you feel like you have that in you, like that's, that's your higher self, your plug giving you that nudge to like tap in and like become a creator of culture instead of just a consumer of it. Well, I think that's a beautiful segue, Michael. Unfortunately, our time is coming to a close here on this two hour show, impromptu pop in show. Um, it's a good segue because what's coming up next is three hours of submissions of songs from all over the zeitgeist people have submitted. It's the best of nocturnal submissions, uh, which is a show <laughs> our friends Callie and Brian host every Sunday. Uh, and then on this particular Wednesday evening, they are going to replay the best of all of the submissions that they've received. They received hundreds of submissions of songs um, over the past couple months. Uh, we are going to play this track called Skyward by Decca. But before we do, we want to say goodbye to our friend Michael Newman. Is how do people get in contact with you? How do they listen to the full totality without us gabbing over yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's on, uh, it's on SoundCloud. My name is Numinous, like Luminous with an N at the beginning, The Bard. I also have a website where I share more of my writing projects called placesbeyondwords.com. Um, 
And if you want to reach out, my contact is through my website and uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Numinous Bard. Thank you at so much. New and I just got to give a plug for, uh, for like some MCs that you really need to check out like DECA, D-E-C-A. He's absolutely fantastic. Um, the Way Through is an incredible album. This is just one song to get you started. Like if you're not tuned into Marlon Craft, like, man, he's absolutely killing it this year. Um, putting out some incredible music. Uh, chances are good. Um, I mean, there, there's so many, but I had to at least do those. I also want to give a special thanks before we jump off to, um, to my dear homie, my friend Truth Eye Manifest, who has a band called I Star Vision that just dropped an album called Cycles. Um, he has been my friend and supported me and mentored me through the process of this mixtape, helped me record, uh, and also my homie Jamin. Uh, who David Weber connected me to, who helped do some of the mixing and mastering. So, you know, it's like many hands made the project and I just want to thank, uh, thank them and thank all the beat makers. And if y'all want to license me a beats, you know, hit me up. <laughs> Let's make the album for real. We're looking to make that synergy soup delicious as possible. So let's get the producers the break dancers, the MCs, uh, the taggers, the artists all together. Let's, uh, let's create our own culture, y'all. Um, yeah. We're going we're gonna to end on uh, Skyward. Uh, sky's the limit. Uh, this is Deca D E C A. After this, you'll be listening to the best of nocturnal submissions right here on Shady Pines Radio. Thanks again, Michael. Love you, and uh, thank hope you. to talk thank to you, you and, and have have a sequel sometime soon. All right, have For a sure. good night. All you right, too. peace. Rain, wind. Who can still doubt miracles? Strange overtones, God bless the overgrown Child that could hold his own Throwing stones at the sky full of drones He clipped a wing that fell to earth and hit close to home And found insects nesting in his mobile phone It's wishful thinking that his song could heal the sick rose I sit and pull thistles out my thick skull Live slow, keep it simple Sweet the father leaves out the temple When it's ten below freezing and the cold wind blows Some nights we overindulge Kick back, shoot the shallow shit, chew the pig fat Act on impulse Met my love after Elohim So my ribs closed With devil selling dreams at the disco Took her hand and stumbled toward the exit Felt the pressure build Precious virtuosic flesh clear But none is stressed to kill I'll sit alone and watch the rain falling from your eyes When they crack the seven sill below the solemn summer sky Birds in the cage Rats in the belly Snakes in the grass Bats in the belfry About the ocean that profess love to Ishmael I sifting through the Serpent like intestines of a sick whale. That sounds dangerous. Beneath the sleep like veil. I read the stomach lining of the beast like braille. And walk the street feeling like my feet might fail. That, that's how I learn. You, you can do it too. I'm learning not to hold my tongue, but how to hold a tune with a drop of golden sun leaking from an open wound. Below the full moon, reposing in the wound, sticking acupuncture pins in your thick skull balloon. I make my way through the forest and chart progress. Following the queen, running with sharp objects. Stop, catch your breath, set the hatchet down, dig a hole and bury it. God bless the poet proletariat, the lowly. Lost Lord, we get down on both knees, choking back tears while the world moves at full speed. You give them time, they'll pilfer the village blind. What's ill is they're building shrines to realists and Philistines. And hide shame with pride, I'm guilty of the same sin. Born with the same snake attached at the brain stem. Strange, beautiful things losing their 
wings From heaven's promised heights to the crucible flames Listen. Birds in the cage, rats in the belly, snakes in the grass, bats in the belfry About the ocean that profess love to Ishmael While sifting through the serpent like intestines of a sick whale that sounds Beneath the sleep like veil, I read the stomach lining of the beast like braille And walk the street feeling like my feet might fail that, That's how I learn, you can do it too the air we are off the air but uh thank you so much oh don't yeah that's all good um cool man i will okay. send you a rec- i will send you a recording of this and um i think my camera is off so let me turn that back on for a second there we go. uh i uh, somehow i think david weber posted a link to something you did back in the day just reading poetry and was like my friend michael numinous is brilliant and um and i was like oh shit and i'm just such a, a geek and historian and all that shit i was like i have to check this out and i posted something on lucid vibe radio without asking your permission like two years ago maybe a year and a half or something like that and uh and so when you released this i was just like i want to listen to this but also we've got this radio station so we have to we have to plug it out there so um, yeah i'm i'm sorry sorry that we didn't you know that that tuesday word fucked it up but uh but this is cool i don't know how many people were listening but on average we have about a dozen listeners or something we've mm-hmm. had up to 50, 51 listeners at one time so uh so it could have been anywhere in between well i will <laughs> a sweet hand whoever was yeah who whoever was meant to listen was listening that's for sure yeah yeah exactly well i either way i really enjoyed it doesn't even matter uh, it was just an enjoyable conversation and <laughs> uh i knew i had to like part of the reason i was so bummed that it looked like it wasn't going to happen for a minute is because it made me nervous and I was like, oh, shit, I got to do this. Like, if it's if it's making, it's not about, like, being worried that I'll be able to ha- hold the conversation. It's um, it's more just like, okay, you're really, you're putting this out. You're standing behind it, you know? Like, you're opening yourself up to feedback and criticism. And, like, you are kind of a symbol of of doing that, you know, of, like, promoting in a slightly more active way than just, like, dropping a link on my Facebook page. So thank you for challenging me to step forward in that way. Uh, it was super fun. And yeah, the only publicity that actually found me, you know, like I think usually you have to pay someone to give you the time of day. So thanks for actually, you know, listening and picking up what I'm throwing down and like wanting to help me spread it. It's all about creating our own culture, man. And, and, you know, I, uh, I released my own rap EP. It's 23 tracks. I just raped beats <laughs> to <laughs> back in, back in 2012. It's called philosophile. I'll send you the link if you're interested. Well, yeah. Will you send it to me? Yeah. It's uh, you know, it's, it's similar. It's like, I feel as though you are a lot more refined than I ever was. And, and at the same time, I feel like we are on a similar thread on a similar wavelength of, uh, well, all, I feel like all, lyricists are on a similar wavelength obviously which is rhythm and poetry but um 
you know, for me, it's just like, we've got this platform and we want to big ups anybody that's making creative dope sounding shit. And, Mm -hmm. uh, and when I'm fucking interviewing people, a lot of my process is actually not being as present as I wish I was in conversation because I'm in the back of my mind. I'm always like, Oh, there's people listening and I need this to be entertaining. Whereas like, you know, like radio silence is a thing. And sometimes I would just space out and be like, you know, I don't need to fill this with like anything, but then there's this pressure to like have an interesting conversation, which is like why I always relegate back to a question. Right. But then sometimes Mm -hmm. it's like, it's more natural to not just fill in spaces with questions. So it's, I'm, it's an art form I'm learning. So I appreciate you giving me this opportunity to like practice the art form of the interview. Um, And also I want to take this moment to say that like, if what you say is true about you being surrounded by a a brilliant community, start a fucking podcast, bro. I don't know if you are connected to people that do podcasts, but anybody can do a podcast. And like, we need more people hosting the Sangha space, bringing people together to have these interesting conversations, these, you know, fruit from the tropics, as you put it, like not, not even on like a performative, like, yo do this but like we need actually need more artists to be like cultivating and excavating the brilliance out there so Mm -hmm. like it's it's so easy for me to to like talk to you on the radio because i just am naturally curious about who you are and what you rep and like like what you think and how you operate but like you could also do the same you've got a setup right there you got the full yeah i got a whole thing going on yeah (laughs) yeah i think um it's a cool idea i've I've definitely talked about it especially like uh, i have a few i have multiple homies here who who rap and like we freestyle together all the time and we all have really different and interesting styles like one guy he has his master's degree in rhetoric and he's like a college professor and he raps with us um and but he has this like completely you're okay um he has this like completely different thing going on um and so i've like i've had this idea for like wizard rap fireside chat sort of podcasts and it's just a matter of like getting every like i think no one else has like really shown that they really want to like take what we do at home and like put it out into the world i'm kind of like leading the charge in that so i'm gonna it'll be interesting to see how everyone responds if they're like now that there's a little bit of a groove there they're like yo let's let's actually try actually wrote fruits from the tropics to be an intro song for all my friends it and like that whole second verse i added on when none of them came up with a verse but it like ended with like yo what you saying um and and no one was able to finish the prompt in time but um but yeah thank you for that reflection i definitely got my hands pretty full at the moment steward in big permaculture farm and have a whole community thing and trying to drop this mixtape. So, um, but thank you for, thanks for, you know, just shining light on that potentiality. Appreciate it. How are you, how are you getting it out there? Are you dropping it on forums? Are you going to other hip hop forums and Reddit and stuff like that? Like, no, I have not yet. I've been kind of holding one. I don't really know what to do other than my friend truth. I has like a few suggestions in terms of like paying some playlists to promote it or whatever. Um, but I, I don't really, I haven't dialed into promotion. I've just been focused on getting the track finished and that's the album's actually missing a song. I'm like waiting on one of the permissions to come through um, for one of the chill hot beats. The the maker gave me permission, but his company is just being like super slow to, to uh, white flag me on SoundCloud. So I'm kind of been waiting to promote it until I actually have like the full, the full thing together. 
Um, but I'm open to any, if you got ideas or blogs or can like any ideas about how to promote it, I'd be super, super interested in. It's tough, man. It's basically like, I feel as though the formula is, uh, a gimmicky music video. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like I was thinking about, I was thinking about getting rallying together some MCs and doing a track about, uh, coffee and like everybody has a different verse about coffee but it's actually a commercial for Wayusa tea. So like at the end, we, you know, some rapper starts rapping about Wayusa tea. Like it could be the positives and negatives of coffee, like how it stimulates you and it makes you like, like spacey and all this shit. But like, that's the kind of stuff I feel like I, you know, it's interesting. I was listening to uh, a podcaster recently who does music reviews and he was real idealistic at first. And he's like, I'm only going to review shit I love. But then he realized that in order to get people to listen to it, he actually had to cover the top 50 new releases. And it actually worked in getting like hype on all the other stuff that he actually was passionate about. But he had to kind of like play the game of like tapping into the zeitgeist and was like, what's trending right now in order to it's like strategy, you know, we, it, it requires is. like forethought strategy in order to make that. I haven't, I guess that. I haven't decided if I want to do that yet, because I, I think like there's a really strong urge to make art into a commodity now and like how many clicks and how many views and all that. And I, as much as like my ego partially wants people to listen to it, you know, I'm like, you know, I want people to hear what I have to say and I, I I'm, I'm going to compromise. I'll play into some of that. But I, I'm really not putting it out for that reason. I'm putting it out for like pretty pure magical intentions as like a process of self-healing and self-discovery. And it, it sucks that we have a system where art like that is automatically going to be like buried to the bottom unless you do all these, you know, fancy, <laughs> fancy tricks. And the other thing, to too, the, the other thing, too, is uh, um, uh, being your own PR guy and uh, and hitting up uh, podcasters. Like finding finding esoteric kind of cool underground podcasts that have a decent following and uh, mm -hmm. and and be like, yo, I just dropped the CP. I would you would you put it in rotation and also like on your podcast? Here's tracks. Here's some things I think. Here's the track that I think resonates the best with your podcast. And also, mm -hmm. if you're looking for guests, uh, I'd love to come on and and talk about this this EP. That's like I put a bunch of love into. So that's, that's a great that's, idea. I might put my winter energy into that when uh, when we're done with all the all the food growing stuff and uh, things settle down, be a good time to promote. And uh, is there one song on there that like really stands out to you in terms of like one that would be good to, to kind of lead with? I mean, I, I mean, it depends on the podcast, right. But I really like, where did it go? Um, Deep dark magic is my, is my jam because I think it brings in like kind of the mathematic esoteric sort of like, like it, it, it requires a little bit more decoding. It's a little bit more nerdy. And mm -hmm. I, I dig that shit personally. Um, I also think, uh, you know, it's interesting. It's like, it, that's tough because the first track, uh, Fruits from the Tropic is, is really, really great. Um, but I needed the explanation before I tapped into the hook. Mm -hmm. So like, I think that that, that that works, but it's like, uh, some, you know, as far as like, as far as, promoting it and putting it out there to sort of like the metaphysical podcast spectrum i would put out a uh, deep dark magic also it has that kind of like mm, like that 
uh, taboo thing. It's like deep dark magic. Like what, mm-hmm. you, what you know, what, yeah. what kind of spells are, what, what kind of spells are you casting? Um, but I really like evolution a lot too. Uh, the, the title track's great because then it just, it, it reaffirms the, the rest of the EP so people can hear more mm-hmm. of your stuff. Um, but, uh, you know, honestly, I think, uh, I think the, the EP is amazing and I, I can't wait to like actually listen to it outside of the framework of asking you questions about it. But, um, and I, this is all fresh. Like I listened to three tracks and then I was like, I want to hold off and like listen to it fresh with Michael. Mm-hmm. But, um, but I think that you are the, you are the hook. So you are your mm-hmm. own plug. So I think just getting you as a guest on podcasts uh you know you're really brilliant and i think you could have some really interesting conversations with people so it's a great um, idea just, that resonates i like i like that and uh that would be a way i would really enjoy like engaging in the conversation in a bigger way so thank you for thanks for that it's like the win-win is not just in getting the ep out there that you put put a punch of work into but the ep itself can be a key towards you connecting with other individuals i mean the podcast circuits are oftentimes people listening to each other's podcasts and be like, wow, that was a really interesting conversation. I want to have that person on my mm-hmm. show kind of a thing as well. And um, I'll also hook you up with Rhyme Wave. He's super chill and super on like super on the same wavelength. And so somehow collaborating and doing a cross promotional cipher would be sick, like a once a month special event kind of a thing, like both coasts, bridging both coasts, um to get a bunch of mcs on like a sign-up sheet ahead of time or something like that and mm-hmm. like maybe even a cross promotion with shady pines radio or another radio station or something like that could mm-hmm. be super super uh fruitful for exposure of all the mcs that are involved in something like that and i mean my mind just goes crazy with ideas i'm the idea guy so another thing is like a hip-hop festival like a whole weekend of mcs that we know uh, each dropping a, a set and doing some live shit because I haven't. Me seen and Truth I have dreamed up something like that. I don't. Do you know Truth I? No. Oh, okay. He's he's wonderful. Um, might might be a person you could talk to at some point. Um, but yeah, no. He. I have a friend around here. We've had and I like. Uh, I'm stewarding an event venue, so like we've had thoughts about having like a retreat gathering for the weekend and have a few featured MCs and hip hop people, but everyone who's there is interested in some way and like diving into the craft of hip hop and, and writing and then having like all these featured performers and stuff like that. And so, Hey, I'm, I'm loving chatting it. I haven't had dinner yet. And my sweetie is over here frying up some fish. So I'm going to hop okay. off and uh, before you go, uh, yeah, I yeah. am, I, I, again, Asheville is, has been on my bucket list. I'm going to be traveling to Asheville at some point and uh and I don't have any place to stay but I would also just love to meet up with you in a park safely and like eat some food or something like that in the sure, next yeah, couple yeah. months let me know when you're so, coming we're we're pretty crazy through the but you're not talking October right uh I don't know probably okay. not no 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 November earliest but it's probably cool. gonna be yeah. chilly this month so is maybe, like crazy town for me but as soon as uh as soon as October is over everything's gonna like start to super chill out and I'd be uh, I'd be happy let me know when you make it to town okay maybe late November or something possibly cool, yeah. uh, but all right yeah uh sorry to keep you away from your no 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 and, you're uh, it, you're totally good thank you so much and uh yeah when when I'll see you when you make it to Asheville introduce you to some people around here ha- probably have already a beautiful have some good night. connects you too. All Take right. care. All right. Peace. Peace.